What if you could know what God is doing in each season? Imagine the breakthroughs you'd find if you could synchronize your watch with God's and copy his day planner. It doesn't take a supernatural revelation of his divine will. It's exactly what's possible when you follow the patterns he already laid out in the Hebrew calendar and explore the emotional themes in each month. After all, Ecclesiastes does say there is a time for every purpose under heaven. Join me, Leah Lassane, one of the authors of the Healing in the Hebrew Months book series and your podcast host as we unpack the biblical significance, emotional themes, and prophetic symbols associated with each Hebrew month and how you can apply these insights to your spiritual journey. Have you been waiting to get a Healing in the Hebrew Months calendar? Now's a great time of year to get one. The PDF calendars are now 50% off on our website, healinginthehebrewmonths.com. We can't discount the physical calendars because unfortunately they just cost what they cost to get produced and they're kind of expensive. Um, And I know that we try to keep them as as cheap as we can, um, but the production costs are just really high. But the PDF calendars, they fortunately do not cost us um, a ton to produce. So those are discounted now on the shop. Um, You can get the PDF calendar for $6.99 for the rest of the year that'll take you um, from Yar all the way through to Tishri. So pick one of those up now. Welcome back to the Healing in the Hebrew Months podcast. I'm Leah Lassane, your podcast host and author of book one in the Healing in the Hebrew Months book series. This month is the month of Savan. So we'll start off with our uh, master chart that we read off at the beginning of each month. Um, If you've missed months or curious about a specific one, you can go back through uh, the podcast episodes or uh, on our website, healinginthehebrewmonths.com. You can get a copy of this master chart yourself. Um, It comes with a PDF that you can download and print off. Um, And then you can see all this stuff at once, um, which can really help with seeing patterns and just praying into it it, um, and just seeing what God really wants to show you through these months. Um, through for Savan, uh, the meaning of the month is season or time. Um, the blessing of the month is covenant. Um, the tribe is Benjamin. Uh, the gemstone is rainbow jasper. Um, you might have seen different tribes or gems um, referenced with Savan, and that's because we've actually done our homework um, and figured out the, the connections of those ourselves. Um, rather than just relying on other texts that may or may not be helpful or biblical. Um, So if you have more questions about the tribes or the gemstones, uh, Seneca has two uh, bonus episodes on the podcast where she talks about those in depth um, and how we came up with those. Um, The gemstones is really interesting because a lot of the gemstones that are commonly associated with these months weren't even gemstones that were available in those regions when the Bible was written. Um, so by actually looking at historical info and things like that, we've narrowed down what uh, actually could have been the stones that are being described. Um, scripture often is saying something like a blue stone, and so we call it sapphire, and maybe sapphire wasn't in that region at the time. Um, so that's really great uh, little bonus episodes you can go listen to again, the, the gemstones and the tribes. Um, moving on from the tribes and the gems, we have the constellation. This month is Gemini, the deacons, which are um, connected with the, the constellations. If constellations and deacons are what interest you, 
Um, pick up Seneca's book in the series. It's book number two. Uh, it has the green cover, um, and she gets into the constellations and the deacons there. Um, but the deacons this month are Lepus, Canis Major, and Canis Minor. Um, the gate is the old gate. The letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Zion. The musical note is B flat, B as in boy. Um, if you're curious about the letters or the musical notes, that would be book three in the series. Um, Dell is a very gifted musician um, and explores all the different connections there between the Hebrew letters, their numerical value, um, and how all that plays into musical frequency um, and things we can learn from that. Um, the emotion this month is generosity. The body part is the left foot. The holidays are Shavuot and Pentecost, which are essentially the same thing. Um, same day, celebrated kind of differently. Um, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, the area of healing is double-mindedness or internal conflict. Um, the area of warfare is binding, deep, uh, binding fear of deep spiritual experiences. So once again, all that information um, that I just read off comes from our uh, Healing in the Hebrew Months Master Chart. And you can get your own copy of the chart on our website, um, which is healinginthehebrewmonths.com. Um, or if you have book one in the series, but you bought it uh, a long time ago, um, the second edition of the first book in the series actually has this chart as well. Um, so there's a lot of other additional information in the new version of the book. Um, so I highly recommend getting it if you are working off the old version. Um, if you're are looking at the second edition, you're trying to figure out where your chart is, um, it is on page 43. Um, and it's decently large font. <laughs> um, but if you need to be able to zoom and uh, expand it really big, um, the PDF version is really, really helpful. Um, but Savan, so this month, um, again, its meaning is the season or time, and that's just kind of the meaning of the word Savan. Um, but this month is known as a month of giving, alignment, and mercy. Um, it's the month when Moses received the Torah and the Ten Commandments on top of Mount Sinai. And it's also when the disciples received the Holy Spirit during Pentecost. So you've got kind of these mirrored experiences, Old and New Testament, happening in Savan. You have Moses up on the mountain receiving um, the Torah and the Ten Commandments, which we could look at as the law. Um, and then you also have the disciples receiving the Holy Spirit on Pentecost, which is definitely opposite side of law. Um, so in Exodus 19 through 20, um, that's where we see God um, talking with Moses before Mount Sinai, explaining how his desires for um, all of Israel to have this relationship with him, to have this connection with him, not just Moses. Um, he instructed them to consecrate themselves um, in preparation for three days. And then on the third day of Savan, um, that he was going to come down from the mountain um, for everyone to see and hear him. Um, so that was the invitation. Um, God was saying, hey, all, all of Israel can have access to me. All of Israel can see me and hear me for themselves. Um, he was presenting, though, as fire and thunder and lightning. And if you're familiar with Lord of the Rings, um, reading Exodus 19 through 20, it sounds like you're reading about Mordor and Mount Doom. Um, it kind of sounds scary. Um, so Israel gave into that fear. Um, and instead of taking up God's offer um, to go up the mountain themselves, 
They insisted that Moses serve as an intermediary and just sent him up the mountain instead. They were content to hear from Moses rather than hearing straight from God. Um, So even in the Old Testament, God's desire was to give himself to his people, um, to directly communicate with them so they could live in alignment with him. Again, this is a month that's about alignment. Um, But that offer was rejected by Israel and extended again at Pentecost. So Pentecost, Holy Spirit coming, the offer again is you can see and hear God for yourself, but an infinitely upgraded version of it at Pentecost, that it's not just seeing and hearing God on a mountain and thunder and lightning. It's having the Holy Spirit indwell with us. Um, So sadly, like Israel, a lot of Christians have rejected that offer as well. Um, There's a lot of maybe misinformation, maybe um, abusive church practices, um, misunderstandings, misapplications of scripture. Um, But a lot of Christians have somewhat of a fear of the Holy Spirit or of um, more charismatic types types of expression. They have um, fear around things like speaking in tongues or healing or um, more emotionally driven worship and things like that. Um, Even around things like the prophetic, there's a lot of fear around those things and those things have been abused. Um, But in their purest form, Um, coming to the Holy Spirit for those things, there's still a lot of Christians that would rather uh, replace Holy Spirit with Holy Bible um, and just receiving directly through the written word and nothing else. Um, Or, again, like Israel put Moses as an intermediary, many Christians today still put their pastor um, or some other faith leader or even the Bible as an intermediary Um, saying, I want to hear from this thing rather than hearing from God, rather than hearing from the Holy Spirit directly. Um, And there's certainly a place for leaders and teachers. There's certainly a place for scripture, right? We're told that scripture is God's living, breathing word, that we um, are able to read it and understand it because of the Holy Spirit. Um, But God's desire is for direct, intimate relationship with all of his people, Um, So I really encourage you this month that if you have had any kind of fear um, around the Holy Spirit, whether it's from bad experiences, whether it's from lack of experiences, um, whatever it might be, even if you think you have a really good relationship with the Holy Spirit, um, taking time this month to just get that upgrade to say, you know what, God, I know there's more. I know there's more than I even know there is. (laughs) There's more than I, I know to ask for. Um, and just really inviting God to give you a fresh filling. Um, so Pentecost is also known as Shavuot or the Feast of Weeks. Um, and it happens on the 15th of Sivan and it marks seven weeks or 50 days, um, from the second day of Passover. Um, so you'll hear about counting the Omer, um, and that's the 50 days of counting the Omer, um, since Passover, um, So Shavuot is the beginning of the wheat harvest, um, which is referenced in Leviticus 23. And on Shavuot, um, the people would gather together for offerings and a Sabbath. Um, And the disciples being devout Jews, this is probably what they were doing. Um, So they were gathered together um, on Pentecost because Jesus had told them to wait for the Holy Spirit to come. Um, But it's also very likely that they were were gathered together celebrating Shavuot um, when Pentecost happened. 
Um, so with all of that too, we, we think of Pentecost and the way that it gets celebrated today. And there's this sense still of waiting. Um, and I, I was listening to a sermon recently from Brian Gurren that just really encouraged, you know, he's already come. <laughs> um, what are we waiting for? Um, so just take this season. Remember, we've, the Holy Spirit's already come. We don't need to go sit and wait um, for him to come. He's already come. That, pr- that promise has already been fulfilled. Um, but at the same time, this can be a beautiful season um, to, to wait for that more, to ask for more, to press in, to say, you know, Lord, I, I know you're already here, but come. <laughs> come more. Um, so if, if that's something that appeals to you, if that's something that doesn't appeal to you, um, just lean into it this month. Lean into the more. Lean into why you maybe don't want more, why you feel like that's uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but just taking advantage of that generosity. Remember, that's the emotional theme of this month is generosity. Um, so we really want to lean into that, both receiving the generous offer God's given us of the Holy Spirit, um, as well as being a generous people. Um, so the emotional focus, like I said, it's generosity and it's not just that act of giving, um, not just, you know, checking off the box that you gave something away, but it's about cultivating a generous spirit. Um, generosity is all about alignment with the heart of God. And when we align with his heart, we don't fear scarcity. Um, I know right now it's really easy, especially in the, the United States to feel scarcity, to feel like the, the economic situations are not looking very good. Um, but God does not need a prosperous economy to prosper his people. Um, so when we lean into that alignment with his heart, when we combat fear of scarcity with generosity, um, we're able to freely give from a place of abundance. Um, and we're, when we're aligned with our heart, with his heart, we're also able to trust in his justice, um, and extend mercy and forgiveness freely. Um, so another example of that that ties in with this month um, is chapter two in Ruth. We see how Boaz's generosity during the wheat harvest um, provided for Ruth and Naomi. Not only did Boaz allow Ruth to glean behind his workers in the field as the law instructed, but he also provided her protection, allowing her to glean alongside his workers in safety and abundance. So this is a beautiful season to just lean in to that alignment with God's heart, um, to, to reject those voices that are telling you that everything's scarce and tighten up and just lean into his heart, lean into alignment with him, um, and just living from that abundant, generous place. Um, something else that, uh, we talk about each month is the body part. Um, so the body part for Savan is the left foot. Um, and the left foot, um, all of these body parts, the reason that we're we're interested in them is that they can connect with meridian lines. Um, meridian lines are a system in the body that's um, just a, a way that electricity flows. So literal electricity, like you touch your iPhone and it responds to your finger and it works. Um, so there's nothing woo-woo weird about it. It's just the, the literal flow of electrical current within the body. And electrical current within the body tends to be a way and a place that emotions kind of hang out. Um, so you think about like the energy of an emotion, um, the vibe that you get from an emotion, those are all frequency or, um, electric kind of, of terms, right? Vibe, frequency. 
um, energy. Um, so the left foot um, is connected by meridians to the spleen and the stomach. Um, and those are connected um, with emotions like worry, despair, apathy, and selfishness. Um, so kind of the opposite of being generous. Um, so we want to we want to combat those um, emotions again with living in an aligned place with God's heart, living out generously. Um, the spleen meridian is also active from nine to eleven a.m. Um, so the, that's a time of day to maybe pay a little bit closer attention to those emotions and what you may be feeling. Um, and then the left side of the body is also associated with the feminine. Um, as well as feet um, associated with feeling supported. So this may be a season um, to examine wounds you have from relationships with the women in your life um, or ways that you're feeling like you need more support. Um, so those are some, some things to be praying into, asking, asking God for healing around those things. Um, another uh, scripture connection to this month is in Esther chapter 8. Um, so on the 23rd of Sivan, um, Actions were set in motion for the Jewish people to not only defend themselves, but to plunder the enemy of all that was stolen from them. Um, so take note of the decrees this month um, and what God is setting in motion for your benefit. So there's things that may happen this month um, that it, it doesn't actually seem like it's much, um, but that's that starting point. That's the, the things being set in motion um, that actually work for work for your good, um, not just to set you free, um, but to make you whole, to um, plunder the enemy, to restore what was lost or stolen. Um, we see that echoed in Exodus um, when the Israelites leave Egypt, that they don't just leave, that they leave with like a treasure hold. They leave weighed down with gold and silver and all sorts of things. They plundered the Egyptians. Um, so looking, looking for just things um, this month that may may be those decrees, may be those things set in motion on your behalf. Um, so the other uh, scriptures that you might want to look at this month, if you're into doing some Bible study around the months, um, Exodus 19, 24, 31, and 34, all those chapters um, reference Sivan. Um, Leviticus chapter 23, Judges chapter 15, Ruth chapter 2, like I mentioned, um, Esther chapter 8, um, Ezekiel 31, and then Acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 38. Um, so those are all some great verses to go check out and just pray into, see what else God might highlight to you about this month. Um, I'm praying for you and Savan that God would uproot the fears that have held you back in your relationship with him and in your generosity, that you would be aligned with the full knowledge of the abundance of an open heaven that you would get a fresh anointing of Holy Spirit as we enter the Pentecost season, and that you would prosper in every part of life, not just financially, as you walk in alignment with God's generous heart, that you would live from glory to glory instead of from paycheck to paycheck. So I hope you have a wonderful month, and we'll see you back next month for Tamu's.